Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all of these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Colossians chapter 3 verses 12 through 16. Such a perfect, clear, compact, and to-the-point set of instructions, which is usually not the case with Paul's writings. He has a way of obscuring his point in much wordiness of long passages. Yet here it is, so plain and clear and perfect. Simply put, Let who you were die. Put on Christ and let his spirit come alive in you. Let it lead and influence you to produce his character through you. Be kind, merciful, patient, long-suffering, humble, and forgiving. And if you don't bear these fruits of the Holy Spirit, Then pray, ask Jesus to forgive you, to cleanse you, to indwell and empower you. Ask, and ye shall receive. For it is his desire to give these good gifts to his children. If you have, if you have offense against anyone, forgive them. You don't know how? Then pray. Ask God to take the bitterness away. Speak to that mountain in faith and say, I choose to forgive them. Then break agreement with the enemy about them by praying what Jesus did when he prayed for us while we were yet sinners who had nailed him to the cross. Pray, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. Then, being cleansed and forgiven, because that we have had the faith to do what Jesus said to do and forgive others, so that God can forgive you, then put on charity. The word originally used here was agape, 
It means selfless, agendaless, sacrificial love, care, and concern for others. It is God's love. It is God himself. Because God is agape. Therefore, can agape only come from God? So let God rule and reign in you. And then he will rule and reign through you, shining out to those around you. And having done all of this, be at peace with God, with others, and with yourself, having a clear conscience. Knowing that when you make decisions from a place of selfless, sacrificial, agape love, then you can have all boldness towards the day of judgment because that as Christ was, so were you in this world. Then, having that peace, come and sit with the Holy Spirit and be given much to the Word, reading, believing, demonstrating, and teaching it to others. Let the word grow and sanctify you daily. Let it ever convict and change you as you sit and take in the teachings of Jesus. And simply fill the rest of your day with worship, praise, and singing with grace in your heart. Grace is the power of the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus in us and God in him. In other words, be in his presence singing to him until he saturates you and being in you sings back to you and through you. Grace is God's favor, his power, and his divine influence. Therefore, to sing with grace is to use the favor that has been made available to you to boldly approach the throne of grace and receive power to help in times of need. Does that, my friend, not give you a reason to sing? Sing for joy, sing for praise, sing to release the power of grace. Sing your love and adoration. Sing with purpose and anticipation. Let him sing to you and through you to others. Let it speak to the mountain. Let it stir up the fountain. Let it admonish the brethren. Let it abolish your timidness. Let it increase your reverence. And let it nourish your spirit. Fill your day with these simple things and you will be amazed at the transformation it brings. And this is not a one-time event, my friend. Come back to him daily and do it again. To be filled with his spirit takes a daily refilling and abiding in his presence, seeking, praying, asking and heart-checking, so that there is no reason for dryness, no reason for lacking, 
no reason to be downcast when he has given us access to all that is needed to live fulfilled and victoriously. So take Paul's advice and do these things in this order and you will be changed daily from glory to glory. Colossians chapter 3 verse 10 tells us this, that we have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that has created us. O oh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all the things that we need will be added unto us, according to Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. How often do we try to do things backwards with God? We try to obtain, quote, all these things, the peace, the security, the ministry, the money, the provision, the position, the purpose, the spiritual and physical blessings. Yet Jesus said that all these things would find us if we would set our hearts to find him. Not for what we can get out of him, but for him. My friend, we have to come to truly believe what he did for us, what he endured to redeem us, what we did to need redeeming, how much he loved us and wants to be loved and trusted by us, that all his words, instructions, and commandments are given from a place of love, wisdom, and a desire to see us walk in greater things than we have been. Even when his words offend, cut, and hurt, they are meant in love only to better us, to prune and to grow us to more fruitfulness, to prepare us for promotion, elevation, a good destination, a destiny, and a greater purpose than we could hope or imagine in his eternal kingdom. Believe and love him for it. Oh, to know the never-ending, unfailing, sacrificial depths of his love for us. To truly believe in it, in him, and in what he has done and spoken. To truly believe that he loves us will cause us to love him and to desire his presence, to desire his friendship, to desire fellowship, to desire to be pleasing to him, to desire to go up higher day by day, to desire to keep covenant. It will drive us to faithfulness and everything else will come as needed because that we will have all that we need and that we will have him, the King of Kings. Let us therefore seek him today to enter into his kingdom by turning away from our own, to walk into provision by turning away from our own plan, to walk into a marriage covenant with God's son, the sacrificial lamb, by turning away from our lust, ungodly relationships, and the desires of the flesh to walk into sonship by turning away from fellowship with the world and its darkness.
Oh, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these needs, provisions, and resources will be made available to you and to others through you. Because that the king of the kingdom of heaven will be with you. He is the priority, not what he gives you. He is the gift above all of his benefits. Blessed are you if you know and remember this. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, and healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that all thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Psalms chapter 103, verses 2 through 5. Philippians 4.19 But God himself shall supply all of your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us of the simplicity of your gospel message. Help us to remember daily to spend time earnestly seeking your presence to put into practice the things that we have heard and learned and to not continuously seek after teachers but to seek after you and your word to praise you and to worship you to spend time with you and not just serving you oh it is so good to have a servant's heart but the enemy can twist it and turn you into a Martha who is so busy about the work of the Lord that you miss him and forget that he is what you really came for. Oh, to sit at your feet, to read your word, to be taught by you personally, to visit, to minister unto the king. There is no greater calling. And it's really not all that complicated. You said to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What he says is right. And then all these other things, they will be added. Because he's the one who gives them, who provides them. If we're doing it in the flesh, then it's an Ishmael and not an Isaac. We want the perfection of what you have. No, we want the perfection of who you are our sweet and powerful and loving and faithful Lord who was willing to give all to win our heart. There's nothing more that you could give when you've already given us access to your presence. When we truly grab hold of this, we begin to realize that we have all that we need and everything else will flow out of it. It's so easy and so hard. You are so far beyond our ability to comprehend you are the great mystery. 
that you could be so grand and omnipotent, yet so close, personal, and completely intimate. Oh, let us remember the simplicity of coming to you that we might be used in the complexities of what you intend to do. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.